Hey, this is Ken Shamrock, UFC Hall of Famer, WWE and F, former competitor tag team champion. You're listening to another wrestling podcast. Oh, Hogan! Machine, yeah! This is my house! That's not no referee! I am going to destroy you! It's time for uh, another wrestling podcast with your hosts, Steve Credo and Jonathan Benjamin. Welcome to another wrestling podcast. This is episode 19, everybody. 19 episodes. Wow. I'm Steve Credo. I'm Jonathan Benjamin. And thanks for tuning in to yet another wrestling podcast, everybody. Uh, Jonathan, we have a crazy show in store for everybody this week. Who will be joining us in just a few moments? Well, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it's going to be our best show that we've ever done. Um, uh, our best show? Yeah, it's going to be the best show we've ever done. All uh, right. Um, I have the ultimate pleasure of telling you that today, on today's show, we are going to be talking to none other than Tiny Zeus Lister. Um, if you aren't familiar with him, then you must have been living under a rock for God knows how long. If you are familiar with him, then you know he has starred in such Hollywood blockbusters as Friday... The Fifth Element, No Holds Barred, hello, anybody out there? I mean, if you guys don't know who he is, then you shouldn't be listening to the show, because this is the man, this is Debo, you know, this is Zeus, come on guys, I mean, he he he's pretty intimidating, I would say, he's a pretty intimidating guy, Um, but... Uh, I can't wait to talk to him. I mean, he we have a lot to talk to him about, and we'll get right into that in a little bit, but guys, stick around. Once again, don't forget, what you're hearing right now is free, free every week. So be sure, be sure to hop onto iTunes, log on to Stitcher, rate us, write a review, give us a good one. Come on. We are on Pro Wrestling Tees now, prowrestlingtees.com slash another wrestling podcast. You can buy shirts of the show right jonathan yeah we have two shirts right now we are looking to expand our line uh so keep checking in for that we also are now on instagram we are completely taking over social media so like us on instagram at another wrestling podcast and if you guys forget any of these links, just go to anotherwrestlingpodcast.com. That is the mothership of all of our social media, all of our iTunes, all of our anything. Just head on over to anotherwrestlingpodcast.com and you'll find what you need pretty much, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Jonathan, before we, we talk to Zeus, uh, let's talk a little bit about what? Movies? Movies and wrestling? Tell me, what's on your uh, palette for today? Well, if you go back uh, to our episode with Romeo Roselli, you will know that we talked a little bit about you know professional wrestling and movies and how the two kind of coincide. But I think that we're going to dive a little deeper 
into mm-hmm. this today. I want to talk about the celebrity effect on professional wrestling as a whole. Okay. Um, so, as any of you who are listening probably know, that whenever you know WWE rolls into town or there's a big event or something like that going on, they always decide to kind of throw in a celebrity, whether it be a band, a musician, a comedian, an actor, an athlete uh, from a different sports realm. Um, so that's what I want to get into with you today a little bit, Credo. So this could we could do 100 shows on this, but I'm just going to cut to the chase here. I want to know from you yeah. if you can ever remember a celebrity that got involved in professional wrestling that you were really, really excited about. Jonathan, I mean, going back I, to, to the to the very beginning almost when it happened with rock and wrestling, I'd have to go back and say one of my favorite involvements was having Mr. T involved. Uh, I mean, him being in Rocky, him being big at the time, you know, the A-team, Mr. T, all that stuff, uh, having him in the wrestling ring was, was pretty am- amazing. I mean, you know, he got the fight in the ring with Rowdy Piper, uh, and it wasn't just like any cheese ball celebrity appearance too i mean he really went toe-to-toe with rowdy piper uh in a boxing match so that was that was pretty insane right yeah absolutely um now if you're a fan of that i want to know if there was a time that there was possibly a celebrity that got involved with wrestling that you were kind of confused about uh, I that could bring us right up to almost present day a few years ago when uh snooki was involved with WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Um, I don't care what you're trying to, to, to do with ratings, but you do not bring Snooki into a WWE ring. Period. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you mine. All right. Um, Let's hear it. My the I'm going to go back to basically probably the very first time a celebrity was involved with professional wrestling. People are going to probably argue with me on this, and you can. Um, you know. I know where you're going. I'm going to say that the infamous Andy Kaufman was the first and best celebrity that was involved with professional wrestling. I I, I can't argue with that. I, I have to agree. And you know what? It almost slipped my mind for a little bit when you first said think of celebrity, and I was just like, ah, oh, let me go back, and uh, Mr. T popped into my head. But I, I don't. I can't believe I couldn't even remember uh, Andy Kaufman right there. You wow. Know, I think that that was part of the genius behind it is that he – really put himself into that role so much that people forgot that he was an actor and they started to believe that he was a wrestler. And, um, you know, I've spoken almost in length with Jerry Lawler at several events about Andy Kaufman and he has nothing but, you know, great things to say about him and how it was so much fun. And I mean, I've watched interviews and these people were so incensed at ringside that there's like women and children that are trying to like climb over the barricade to beat him up because he was besmirching um if i could steal a william regal phrase um wrestling and these people held that deer and you know that's the that's why i think he's the ultimate celebrity that's ever been involved with with professional wrestling um however on the opposite end of that spectrum there's been so many just terrible, terrible guest hosts, guest stars on professional wrestling. But I'm gonna—I'm kind of, in a sense, a wrestling purist. I'm going to say that the—I kind of. There's some people that can explain this to me in a way where I'm like, okay, I kind of understand what you're saying. 
other people are on my side and they say it's it's stupid, it's terrible. Number one was when David Arquette oh. came off of the Ready to Rumble movie and <laughs> they decided, you know what we're going to do? We're going to give you the world, oh. not, not just like any title, we're yeah. going to give you the world heavyweight championship of WCW I, at the time. I mean, no matter how big of a celebrity you are, I mean... <sighs> I, I, they, they kind of killed it with that, man. Cause I mean, like you, you, you pretty much crap on everybody who's ever held that championship, the prestigious, you know, names that have worked so hard to gain that championship. And then you just give it to David Arquette because what you want a few ratings like that. I would definitely agree. I mean, that was probably one of the most ridiculous things that have ever happened in the history of pro wrestling. And there's a lot of them up there. But that's 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 a big one, like you named. I mean, that's that's a big deal because it's not like like you said, it's not like he he just came in and won. You know, hell, the TV championship would have been more suitable. But I mean, you're giving him the number one title in that company, and it's just like, does our number one title in the company mean anything anymore after that? Yeah, um, I think that WCW was notorious for having them actually get in the ring and get physical. Um, the only one that really, and this one's kind of kind of funny. I enjoyed this one, but the continuous torture of professional athlete Pete Rose in the WWE. Um, you know, he's constantly getting chokeslammed by Kane or tombstone by Kane. Uh, there was a time when Rikishi gave him the the stink face, but that brings me to my next question. WWE has a prestigious Hall of Fame. Um, Every year, the night before WrestleMania, they induct people in. It started back in 1993 with Andre the Giant, and it went all the way up until last year at WrestleMania 30, where the Ultimate Warrior was inducted. So they have, in the last couple of years, they've peppered in some celebrities. Yep. Um, do you think that this is needed? Do you think that this is a good thing, or do you think that they could do without that? Uh, I get it to a certain extent where, yes, I think they should have it because a lot of celebrities left their mark in a big way in, in pro wrestling and they do deserve that credibility. Um, but on the same time, when you're inducting guys like Drew Carey, that, I mean, he didn't do th that much to be, you know, in, be inducted into the hall of fame. You know what I mean? Like got, likes of like Mr. T, like I mentioned, um, you know, where he actually did a lot more credible stuff to actually get a Hall of Fame nod. Mm -hmm. But when you're when you're giving it away to like Drew Carey's uh, that, you know, OK, you're on WWE TV and I don't know, it wasn't that much of an impact. Right. Like he didn't do that much to be like, wow, we really got to get him into our Hall of Fame. It, that's when it's like, come on, guys. I mean, granted, it's already said and done and hopefully we don't have to repeat it too many times and go back on it. But I mean. It's, it's things like that that we need to grow from because I don't think – I mean you really can't keep just inducting anybody and everybody. It should have people that have had, a, that have had big impacts in the, in the industry. So to that aspect, that's what I'm going with to where you know it can't just be anybody. Yeah, I mean uh, Mr. T obviously was inducted last year. He definitely had something to do, had several you know matches if you will. Donald yeah. Trump is another one that was inducted. WrestleMania – was hosted twice by Donald Trump, and he was actually 
involved in the Battle of the Billionaires at WrestleMania 23. So. Yeah, he, yeah, like, I mean, like, I have no problem with Donald Trump because, I mean, he was actually involved through several things and, like, you know, it wasn't just, like, a one-and-gun kind of thing. So he actually, you know, did a lot of things for the WWE that I, I could see, the you know, him deserving it. So over the years, like we've said, if you had to go right now on the top of your head and pick a celebrity inductee for this year's Hall of Fame, who would you go with? I don't want to seem biased today, but I'm going with Tiny Zeus Lister, baby. Come on, that's a, that's a good one. Um, I I'm gonna go a little different different way here. All right, uh, I'm gonna say, and if you remember this, then you get extra points. Um, Chuck Norris. Chuck Do you know where Norris. I'm going with this? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> Chuck Norris was the special outside referee during the casket match between Undertaker and Yokozuna at Survivor Series 1994. So for those of you who have the WWE Network, I want you to get on. I want you to go to Survivor Series 1994 and watch the amazingness that is Chuck Norris as the special outside referee. Uh, he mixes it up a little bit. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but... You should definitely go on there. So my vote this year. You're not Drew carrying me, uh, are you? I mean, this is is a worthy nod. This is – well, I don't know about worthy. It is is a one-and-done thing, but I want – I definitely want you to to check it out. All right. It's pretty amazing. Well, like I said, I mean, there's so many celebrity involvements. And guys, if you're listening to us right now, be sure to tweet us or Facebook us, uh, facebook.com slash another wrestling podcast, or tweet us at a wrestling pod. That's a wrestling pod. Uh, let us know some of your favorite celebrity involvements, and we'll be sure to answer you guys online because, I mean, it, there's more than just us on the air. There's a lot of you guys out there, too. So if you, you're thinking right now, if you're driving in your car or listening in your uh, anywhere, just let us know. Maybe there's something that uh, you're thinking of or some celebrity happening that's happened and you want us to talk about. But uh, Jonathan, I mean, wow, there's so many great things to talk about with celebrity involvement that, I mean, it, who knows? There's probably no end to this conversation. There isn't. And like I said, I'd like to definitely revisit it, but it seemed very appropriate today since we are talking to one of the biggest celebrities to ever get involved in professional wrestling with Tiny Zeus Lister. Now, Jonathan, you mentioned Zeus. We keep calling him Tiny Zeus Lister because that's, as a wrestling fan, what we know him from the most, uh, being Zeus in No Holds Barred. Uh, But, I mean, this man doesn't sleep. He has a ton of films coming out. He's going to be in The Human Centipede 3 next year. He's working on the film with Russell Crowe that will also be out. He's filming a movie in November called Money is King. And he just filmed Comedy Bang Bang for IFC with David Allen Greer. The man does it all. He's anywhere and everywhere. He's a spokesperson for Monster Energy Drink. Uh, but more importantly, Jonathan, we're going to have to talk to him. He's coming into the studios right now as we speak. And, uh, you know, he, he called out, he was called out by John Cena a few months ago. Check this clip out. Let me guess. Your new brilliant scheme is to commemorate the re-DVD release of No Holds Barred. You went for Over the Limit and got me Zeus as my next opponent. Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did, and he does not look happy. I guess let's find out what Zeus has to say to John Cena. First off, uh, welcome, Tiny. Uh, Thanks for joining us tonight on another wrestling podcast. Hey, 
I got some news for y'all, baby. <laughs> and y'all going to break it, okay? Breaking the news tonight? I want y'all to break the biggest news in the wrestling world, okay? All right. I want you to send a message. Do you understand me? We hear you. I'm just going to say I'm frightened right now. <laughs> no, you better fasten your seatbelts. You better sleep with your lights on. Because I'm from Compton, California. I'm 6'5", 285 pounds. I got a serious suntan. I'm from the biggest gang city in the world. So everything I say is real. This is the cat that you might come up, ended up in somebody's trunk. But you need to send a message to my cat right now. Because my manager, Cindy Cowens, the godmother to my daughter, my pimp, she showed me something that was released in June. And it was the, after 20 years... They released the No Holds Bar starring me and Poop Butt Hulk Hogan. But you need to tell that guy named John Cena, whatever his name is, that's trying to be street. I'm a real cat. I'm from the hood. I did Tupac's second to his last movie. I work with Cube. I work with 50 Cent, the Tech Nine. I work with Snoop Dogg. I work with Dr. Dre. I work with Akon. I work with. Rick Ross, I work with Comillionaire, I work with Fresh Montana. Man, you tell the cat, I heard he called me out, said he'll take on Zeus. Uh -oh. Well, tell him Zeus is answering his phone call. i like to meet him in the ring and Suge Knight his ass, okay? Tell him that. Tell him I'm going to make him my little bitch, okay? If he's a real cat, if the WWE can get their manhood back up, call a real cat from the hood, and I ride the bicycle like I rode in the hit movie Friday, and I have some high shoes on, and I would beat him down, and i let Hulk Hogan sit in his little wheelchair on the side and watch. If you need a referee, get the rock. But don't call me out if you're going to play. This ain't Flipper. This is Charles. So, John Yersina, I'm calling you out to all your fans. You want to come do a reality show? Take that makeup off, John. Oh. It don't look good on you. Be a real cat. Real cats don't wear makeup, John. Get off that reality show. I meet your ass in the ring. Wow, John. In your house. And I'm calling you out. Because I see the WWE that got too damn soft. Y'all wearing makeup. <laughs> hanging, out, hanging out with Shamar Moore. Hey, you need to be hanging out with the hood. <laughs> don't play like you're a rapper. Be one. John, I grew up in Compton, California. I went to Compton High School. You better sleep with your lights on. You might end up in somebody's truck. You messing with me, fool. <laughs> hey, all your Junior Cena fans, you would get, he's a paper champion. Meet me in the ring. Wow. And I'll beat your ass. Mm. Make you change your name to bitch. Oh, did, did you get the message? Did you get the message? I think oh. we got it. Wow, Jonathan. Uh, wow. I heard he, he, he showed me on tape where he said he'll whoop Zeus. He, I, 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 I've never messed with this cat. I find him kind of funny. You know, music. Yeah. I was watching him on TV, like watching comedy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm up here. Like, he, 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 and when they released the thing, he said, with his, his head in a cast uh, in some kind of bandage, I take on Zeus. Well, fool. You're talking to Zeus now. Wow. And I meet you any place on earth. And I meet you in the WWE. And I, I, need to re, I need to retrain everybody in the WWE. Y'all done got too soft. 
Y'all let the MMA take over? But if you want to bring the Raiders back up, well, bring a real gangster from Compton, fool. And I bring my hip-hop friends. I bring Snoop. I bring Cube. I bring them all. Get your Raiders back up because it takes real men to get the Raiders up. Boys, King, my grandmother said it's a difference between a man and a boy. They both got penises. Which one are you? Hey, John, which one are you? You better sleep with your lights on, fool. Wow. I should night your ass. Did you get the point across? Did you understand the message, all you little wrestling fans? Wow. We I we got it. Jonathan, man, I don't know about you. This could be a this could be a setup for WrestleMania next year. What do you think? Oh, what? Hey, I left at the top. How do you think I was coming back? This is the most that's the biggest character actor in Hollywood. I've done almost two hundred movies. Okay? I've done 200 movies. I don't wear makeup, John. John, real actors from the hood don't wear makeup, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, hey, what you gonna do? Wear some high heels next, Johnny? Johnny, you see, what you gonna do? You, oh, you call that acting? Stay out them cowboy movies, John. Stay out them cowboy movies, John. That's not acting. That's degrading who you are. Wow. Wow, Jonathan. So uh, we have the, the challenge. <laughs> yeah, man. The, the, the challenge has been breathe. issued. Hey, hey. Y'all can breathe and y'all can talk now, too. Raise <laughs> You can put your hand down. Yeah, I was going to say, I had my hand up the whole time. This is, <laughs> this is amazing. The they, go, they, they got the message loud and clear. Wow. <laughs> Definitely. And Cindy Congress would negotiate my deal. Wow. Man, uh, I hope I hope to see you two in the ring, though. I mean, that, if anything, is calling out Cena, responding to him calling you out, so... Hey, I didn't mess with nobody. But you call a real cat out from the hood, they will answer your call. You got to watch what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Because you start acting like you tough, and you're acting like you hip-hop. I'm not, I'm not bothering nobody. I'm doing my movies. I'm the first black president in a $100 million film. I saved Gotham City and Dark Knight. Now I'm with the hottest sports world cup in the world. Faith, forever faith, forever faith. My main man, Abraham, and Ron Brown is the, is the, is the, the owners of the company. They let me be a spokesperson. Even I'm always doing something about God. But then with somebody, but Cindy Collins, my manager, she pulled up the thing and, on the internet. And John saying my, my name should have never came out of his mouth. My name should have never came out of his mouth. He, you can't pretend to be hood. You got to be hood. Okay. Yeah. I'm from the biggest hood city in the world. <laughs> well, so now I'm... everybody has got to t- deal with the consequences. Sleep with your lights on America. You don't woke up the wrong giant. Well, I mean, we've we've got a lot to cover today. We have to we have to get in it. You've said it several times now. You are a native Californian from the tough streets of Compton. How did you get to where you are today? Because of because of God. Because the blessings of Jesus Christ, I, you know, I know I didn't want to be a blood or a crip. I know I didn't want to sell drugs when I was growing up in Compton. I wanted to be something different. So I started, you know, uh, running with this cat named Jesus, and I wanted to do something different. I knew I was different. I knew one day I would meet somebody like a Cindy Collins, and uh, she would take me to the next level of my career. And um, the last 30 years, I've just been grinding. You know, a lot of my friends are rappers. You know, L. Cool J. and work with all these cats, man. I, I done work with so many rappers, and I like working with them, and that keeps you fresh. It keeps you focused on what you got to do. I'm also a spokesperson for Monster Energy Drink. I've been with them for four years. Um, I'm about to do it. I'm, I'm a spokesperson for this company, uh, 
this medical company just got back from Orlando doing their their, um, their conference, and it was a, it was a success. And um, I'm just always doing things with kids, man. Letting kids know they can do something different. They ain't got to be a gangbanger. Sure. They ain't got to sell drugs. They can be different. Yeah. And, I, and being from Compton, with the Compton High School, with the Cal State LA, was a national shot put champ and broke the school record seven times in one year. Wow. Um, I knew I wanted to do something different. And Ron Brown was from a track club that I was a part of, Stars and Strikes, back then. And Ron was the elite athlete. Ran 10.02 in the 100 meters, was on the relay team that set the world record when Carl Lewis ran anchor. Ryan ran second late. They, they set the world record at 38.03. Um, so you got Olympic gold medal. So I always want to be, I, I was born in the basement. See, confidence is like being born in the basement. I want to be in a penthouse. I live in Marineville right now in a city club, live on the water. And I asked God, I was 16 years old, if you God, will you make my backyard water? And I live on the water. And I've been living like that through God's grace and mercy for a while. And uh, I just want to tell them kids that all things is possible. Yeah. If they just keep the focus. How did I get Cindy? How did I get Cindy? Cindy's one of the hottest, most beautiful divas in Hollywood. Intelligent, smart, just cool as heck, man. But anybody can just hang out with her. Even the people that I'm um, running with, mm. just the right kind of people. And just because you're from a place that they said death comes, that man, man, it's always lied. So I speak life, and I am, I'm a representative of, 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 of a place where nothing good is supposed to come from, but man, man's a liar. Mm-hmm. So when you got God on your side, you can do all things. Yeah. And that's what I tell kids, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Mm-hmm. If, you if you're Jewish, shalom, shalom. I run with Rabbi, Rabbi Pinto, that's my main cat. <laughs> <laughs> I run with the biggest Mexican pastor in the world, um, out of Guadalajara, I'm, I'm all over the world doing stuff for um, the kingdom of God. And um, I got one tattoo on my body. It's Luke chapter 10, verse 19. So if I'm going to put something on my body, it's going to be the blood. It's going to be the blood. I don't play with stuff, man. When you come from Compton, you don't you don't have time to, to pussyfoot around. Mm. Okay, everybody want to be hard. Well, I, 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 we used to have shoot up at our school at lunchtime. And you're just praying that you don't get hit with one of them bullets. So when you have a, um, everything I do is, is, I like watching my westerns. But when you wake me up, you woke up, you have woke up heaven and hell. Because the Bible says, Matthew 11, 12, the kingdom of violence and the violence will take it by force. And that's who I am. I will come take it by force. I won't ask to come through your door. I'll come through your damn wall. <laughs> Don't have me get on that bicycle, get that duct tape, and get some ostriches out, and put you in the new Friday. If all you people out there, we doing one. I called. I ran this Mark. I ran the Ice Cube's manager at the airport yeah. six weeks ago, and he said Ice Cube, the new deals over at Universal. So we're going to be doing maybe something called Saturday, same cast, different script. But I'm gonna still be the bad guy as I do as I get through mopping everything up in the WWE. If they man enough to call the real cat, <laughs> now, t- t- we gotta t- say that Compton Pop go to Weasel, Weasel go Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny, you mentioned uh, you know you excelled in track and field, and you even went to Cal State University. And you said you know you've won 1982 Division II National Shopo Championship. Yeah. Do you ever wish that you stuck with sports exclusively, or that was just something that you loved doing back then? Well, I, I want you, you, your heart. You know, when you when you have success at a at a young age, 
you always gonna fall in love with that the most, you know. But you see that you, you you're just a vessel here to help young kids and have them step in their purpose and destiny. But when um, if you put a track and field track, let me tell you why track and field and and um, the homeboy like in, in um, Michael Phelps and that swimming track and field, either you gonna get a, either you good or you gonna get exposed. There's no place to hide on a football field. You can have weaker players. On a baseball team, you can have weaker players. And the, 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 like LeBron James is a strong player. He's the greatest in the world. He makes up for other people's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But in track and field, if you're not good at something, there's no bush to hide behind. Yeah. Your butt going to get revealed <laughs> as a weak person. And that's why I like it because you, you, you learn how to overcome your insecurities at a young age because you handle pressure. And life is about pressure. Who can have, the Bible says, iron shop is iron. That's what the Bible says. So I'm from a place that I can handle pressure because they used to have shootouts at, at my school. And um, through God's grace and mercy, I was protected. And all the game bankers loved me because when I was just doing a shot put at Compton High School, I was all league. I did in Long Beach City College. I became All American. Then when I went to Cal State LA, I became national champion. And they asked me to break the school record one time. Just break, come here, sign a scholarship for two years, and break the school record. I broke it seven times in one year. I dedicated my career to Ron Settles. They got hung in Signal Hill by the police department. It was wrongly, and they, and they, and so that was my, that was a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So you, I'm t- you're talking to a real cat <laughs> that we deal with real issues. You know what I'm saying? My friend get hung in Signal Hill by the police department. So when you got these little fake wrestlers talking, dressing like they hood, <laughs> and they oh. grew up in Palisades or Disneyland, tell Mickey, John, I said hello. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm glad you brought up the, the WWE um this is one of the big things that we wanted to ask you about. Um, the movie No Holds Barred you starred in, that was one of the you know the best WWE movies that they've ever produced. Now, how did you mm-hmm. get, how did you get involved with No Holds Barred? It was simple audition for it. The word on the street they was looking for somebody big and ugly with a suntan. Damn! Everybody said, "Wait, we know Tiny Lister," because <laughs> you know, um, I think there was even auditioning white guys at first, and Vince finally got it that um, two white guys fighting or two black guys fighting don't make the same heat that a big black guy and a, and a big white guy fighting. Mm-hmm. And then you have to understand something when I came by me coming from the hip hop. See, all my friends are rappers. So the hip-hop came too. So Vince touched something he never touched before. He touched the hip-hop world. Because whoever touches the hip-hop world will run the world. Because hip-hop on social media is the biggest thing in the world. You got, you got, you got Jay-Z. You got, you got Puffy. You got, you got Luda. You know, Fast and Furious. Look at you got. You got Cuba and Twenty One Drunk Jumpster. You got Luda and Fast and Furious. You, 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 um, and you got Tyrese's over there. All that's hip hop. Mm-hmm. So I belong to the hip hop world. And these are all my friends, man. 
So I run with the I run with rebels because I don't fit in real good. Clicks I don't fit in. So you know you know um, I like to get back there and um, teach uh, John. You seen about a ghetto massage? <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> now, Tiny. Prior to No Holds Barred, were you a fan of pro wrestling, or did you ever get into it when you were uh, younger? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you who I used to watch back in the day. I used to watch The Rock's father, Soul Man Rocky Johnson. I used to watch Bubba Brazil. I used to watch um, Terry Funk. I used to watch. Um, um, I used to watch. I used to watch um, the cat used to jump off the ropes. Um, the Samoan cat, or the, or, and let me not be disrespectful and be ignorant. It might be he might even be Tonga. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's Samoan or Tonga. Jimmy Sufasuka. Yeah. I used to, I used to watch Jimmy. And he he was a he was a big supporter of me when I was in the WWF when it was the WWF and uh, now it's the WWE. So uh, he made sure I was comfortable there. See, I created a lot of jealousy over there. You know what I'm saying? And I might even create it from my own camp. You know, because you know um, the word on the street that um, even Hulk got jealous of me, and me and Hulk got the same agent. But it don't make no damn difference to me because see. When I got Dark Knight, I had no button. They're looking for people that can act. Mm. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you real quick because this was a question later, but you, since you just brought it up, I want to know. Yeah. If you had been the villain in The Dark Knight, do you think there would have even needed to be a third movie? Because you would have taken out Batman, right? Well, well, like you said it, that was the cheddar on the on the internet. It's tiny and, um, and, and so... The, the only time I I thought you know um, the 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 people was asking why ain't Tiny playing the bad guy in the second one, and you answered the question. I mean, come on, man! If, man, come on, come on! That guy, that dude walking around that spandex, the Batman, so he would have had problems, man. Because I would have took a toll. You see, what I'm trying to get you to understand is, I I work in London all the time. It's a lot of great. I work with the great Rachel Weiss from London mm-hmm. that won an Oscar. I didn't work with Eddie Zod. I didn't work. See, you can't just grab somebody because you said that's the, one of the best classical trained actors. When Tupac put me in game related and Suge Knight called me that night, they knew my presence was coming through my skin can make Tupac look vulnerable. Because Tupac Shakur was a classical trained actor. Mm. But if you go back and look at Game Related, he looks like a victim about to happen in that scene because I'm so scary on camera. And I make you feel it. And that's acting. It's not what you say. It's what you comes through your skin. And I make people understand that I'm the baddest guy on a movie set on Earth. And I would have took Dark Knight rising to another level because I have a lot of things to pull from. I have a lot of pain to pull from. And and, and, and you got to remember this about a movie. You only good as the bad guy. <clears throat> that guy. That guy made me laugh when I watched the movie because he, oh, man, I'm from hell. Compton the Hell's a local call, man. Right, shit. I ain't, it was on the, you, you heard about it. It was on the internet. Everybody was saying, 
what kind he was going to play, Bang and Dark Knight. <laughs> now, uh, Tiny, you, you stepping back for a few seconds, you said there was a little bit of jealousy from Hulk Hogan, and uh, is that why we never saw Zeus versus Hogan 3, or, you know, maybe... Well, the deal was on the table in 1989 for me to get a half a million dollars, mm-hmm. and him to get two million, and Vince asked me to carry the belt, and it's hard to be um, represented at an agency, because it's, it's like, if you have, you have the Hulk Hogan, you handle me, it's kind of like the conflict of interest, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I never got um, the real scope, but the word on the street, if you go out there and check in Atlanta, Georgia, any big wrestling city, that, uh, you know, Hulk was jealous too. And, and, and I'm a real actor, man. I work with the greatest actors in the world, so I can say what the hell I want to say. <laughs> and, and, I'm, and, and, and I don't walk with no bodyguards, so anybody want to try me, I'm easy to find. Well, I would imagine that people would have to be absolutely insane to try to do this, but in, in the world of professional wrestling, they call them ribs or, like, jokes whenever they try to, like, pull pull something on maybe the new guy. Uh-huh. Was that ever done to you in WWF? Hell yeah, they had to park, they parked me a little bit. And I'm going to go see, that's what I said, I'm going to go sit there and lie about nothing. They, 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 I, they built me up, so I'm an outsider, so it's a lot of jealousy. So you can't make money unless you fight Hulk. So... I had Hulk locked down for the next six months in Survivor Series. So, well, and they put me in the they made me the main event of Survivor, Steel Cage match, and SummerSlam. And they had WrestleMania on the table. And um, uh, I was taking a shower one time, <laughs> <laughs> and I was feeling myself. I was a uh, six five three oh five bitch about five seventy five. Oh, you couldn't tell me nothing. Shit. <laughs> Take the snake through that big old python snake in there with my butt. <laughs> I start talking like Prince and Michael Jackson. <laughs> my voice changed. I didn't know my voice would get that high. <laughs> so they had to humble my butt because they built me up so big, right? Yeah. And they said, welcome to the family. They were saying, welcome to the family. <laughs> nice. But, uh, man, I, I, one thing about a Catherine, we tell the truth, man. We ain't got no reason to lie. I ain't gonna try to play like I'm a tough guy, but I grew up in a place where most people would would start crying and become what they really are. And so when you talk to a cat that then did it, that made it, you know, it's just like you asked me about the Batman, the Dark Knight thing. Everybody that that's the word that was the word on the internet. I got to be playing that role and 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 so I just say it's an over it's an overlook that they made they made a decision that um, I thought they could have made another uh, five hundred million dollars with me playing it because hip hop would have came with me. For the WWE Hall of Fame, they in, they induct a lot of uh, actors and celebrities and stuff who have been with them over yeah, the time. Yeah. Now, if the if the time if and when hopefully you get inducted into the Hall of Fame, who would you have induct you? If you had to pick anybody, I don't know if they're just throwing it out there. It'd probably be like, um, I'm a, it would have to be one of my rapper friends, uh, or, or Deion Sanders, or either, or either Abraham or, or Ron Brown, or maybe even Cindy Collins. She said, because she'd be wearing them, she'd be wearing them red heels. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of friends. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm cool, you know, and so Deion Sanders. If somebody pops in my head, or Ice Cube, or it would have to be somebody like that, you know what I'm saying, uh, or Ice T, mm-hmm. you know, because those are those are the only people I run with, man. And, um, I'm not, I'm, I, 
I'm gonna give or or even Judge Mathis. I'm I love Judge Mathis. So uh, it had to be somebody like that. All right. It wouldn't it wouldn't be nobody from their world because I'm not really cool with nobody from their world. Only person I'm cool with that I I I see on the on the red carpet I see the Rock. So I'm a big fan of the Rock. I think the Rock is the best thing that ever happened to the thing outside of Hulk Hogan. Now I think the Rock is the most charismatic cat that I've ever met. You just finished the Human Centipede three, the final sequence. Yeah. Um, what can we? For, I just got a lot of questions actually, but what can we expect from this movie? Movie. Well, Cindy Collins is a diva. She's one of the best producers in Hollywood. You know, she does fifteen twenty million dollar films. She did a movie called Red Light with Robert De Niro, Sakona Weaver. So she the A list of the A list. So. She go. She made sure on you know, Human Centipede three they took a lot of stuff out in me. So you know they. She just you know you because I have a brand. So I told them my brand is bigger than their brand. So you're not gonna just demoralize my brand. So they wanted me in the movie. Uh, we we didn't take the role for three. We passed on the movie three times. Mm-hmm. Cindy wanted it a certain way, and they and they had to get it that way. And they got that way, and I went and did the movie. I'm looking forward. That's a genre I want to be in. Because isn't Human Centipede 3, is that, is that horror? Yeah, so I want, I want to go to a horror place. It's like I go for the wrestling. And like I go when I go sign autographs for Monster Energy Drink, I want to go do autograph sessions. Like when I did the um, Cleon for Enterprise. I, I like going to them places and autograph, sign autographs and meeting the people and letting the people know that I'm cool as heck. You know what I'm saying? I'm the nicest guy in the world, man. I'm the biggest baby in the world. Uh-huh. If you do something to disrespect me, then you don't walk. You don't walk up. The, you don't walk up the biggest fool in the world. And I can handle myself because I just, I just, I just like watching TV and watching my westerns. So I don't like people calling me out because I ain't never been called out. Before. Ain't nobody ever said nothing bad to me like that before on oh. television. Well, I can whoop up this person. You ain't shit, man. Because yeah. you wear hip hop don't mean you hip hop. It's in your own damn mind. You know what I'm saying? That's, see, that's what I said. You can take on a gimmick and play like you somebody. But I'm hood. I'm from I'm from hell. Shit. Yeah. Better get that. Yeah. I'm cool, man. Dude <laughs> got me upset, man. I'm, I'm ready to lay hands on somebody. It ain't going to be for Jesus either. I, I, I'm going to make sure that we get this out to make sure that he hears this because. Yeah, he, tell Vince McMahon, if he wants his ratings back to the roof, call a cat that everybody loves. You can't just make up something. You can't get another big black guy and make him be something. Well, can't now make I, Shamal Moore beat me. I think after can't you're done, Reigns beat me. Come on. I, I think after you're done with John Cena, he may be part of the Human Centipede. Oh shit! His his name's gonna be big. Shoot, he gonna walk around with lipstick and powder and put him in some heels when I get through with his ass. You said that uh you like meeting the fans at all these conventions. Now, we know that you're going to be at our friends next year at FanFest 5 in Rhode Island. Uh, anything you want to tell your fans that uh, will be coming out to see you? Anything they can expect from meeting you? Yeah, let them know I'm going to do a movie called Money is King. I tell my fans I'm still working with Monster Energy Drink. Uh, I'm working with uh, Forever Faith, new sporting line. And uh, I got it on right now, foreverfaith.com. I got some unfinished business in the WWE. So uh, everybody fasten your seatbelt because Jaws is ready to come back out and play. (laughs) 
have seen that you're, uh, you know, a former pro wrestler. You've been in tons of movies like Friday, but we understand you just wrapped a guest appearance on IFC's comedy show, Comedy Bang Bang. That was cool. That's, that reminds me of working with people like the late John Candy, you know. Just people, they fast, they witty, and we and you live on the edge, and you're, just, you're doing a, a lot of improv. And when they told me David Allen Grid was coming to work on the set, I, I didn't I didn't have no, I just, I, I love David Allen Grid. I love working with how, how fast and witty he is and how comical he is. So I like working with really good people, professionals. So I enjoyed myself over there, had a good time, and y'all can see me over there. And I'm the military uh, sergeant from hell. So if y'all saw uh, off uh, Richard Gere in that movie with uh, Lou Gossip, make that times a thousand, and you got me. Because I'm the person you don't want to have to take orders from. Tiny, uh, we have to say you were probably one of the most interesting people we have ever had on our show. Uh, have you ever been approached to write an autobiography on your life? Not yet, but hey, if you can work that deal, I'm sure appreciate it, baby. <laughs> hey. I'm always looking for some new money. <laughs> <laughs> I got a six-year-old daughter, man, named Fate Grace. And I asked God for a double portion. That's why I named her Fate Grace. So um, I'm, 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 I'm about taking care of my little girl. So I would love to do an autobiography on my life. So if you got the hookup, you got I'll it. cut you in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would love to do one, though. All right. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things that came from the being in the Friday movies is now actually a huge part of pop culture. The term debode is used all the time. Um, how does it feel to have an entire word dedicated to you? It feels good. You know, when, when I was uh, in the WWE, I was doing something nobody else did, you know what I'm saying? And, um, at a young age and, um, to be a part of pop of hip hop, and and for the like you said, if you're in football and boxing, what happened? Uh, somebody just got devolved. It's just it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. And now I'm looking for the next one. You know, I'm looking for the next role to tell pop culture how much I love them, and I'm just sending back the love they give me. Because when I'm at the malls, wherever I'm at, man, people go crazy, and um, um, I I. I want everybody to understand um, wrestling is hard. Um, I was blessed and I was taken care of when I was there, but I got broken up a little bit. And we get broken up, you got to keep on going. Mm -hmm. And had my nose broken in the movie. But being part of people like Deion, I'm saying the NFL, Deion Sanders and Michael Irvin and, and Warren Sassay on the NFL Network every week, hey, you just got Debo. You know, you just got Debo. Hey, man, that person just got Debo. He just got knocked. You already know the rest of the word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Tiny, your, your current your current role in life may be your best to date. You've been reaching out to young kids and even going to church. You're sharing your powerful life story. Uh, why is it so important to you to give back? And, uh, how, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Man, I met a – well, it's like this. I'm not good at nothing else. Like, I tried loading trucks one time when I was younger after I won the National Shopper Champion. And a guy, a white guy, half my size, was kicking my butt in that truck. And I said, "God, you got to give me something else to do, man, because I'm not good at this stuff." <laughs> and God let God pay me to act a fool on TV. I basically get paid to act a fool, and I'm good at it. And I need to tell the kids, nobody believed in me, 
uh, when I was growing up. You know, my first car come from a junkyard, a 62 Fairlane. So I guess my father thought of me as junk. But my spiritual father, Jesus Christ, said, no, I'll make you the president in a $100 million film, the first black president. So if God can do that for me, what can he do for the kids so they need to know that they are the the chosen ones? They're not Generation X. Because if a kid don't know who he is, he can never step into his purpose and destiny. I'm on this phone today talking to you because a man came and told me about God and told me there's a different way than being a blood or a crib. I've been a drug dealer. I'm robbing people. And I'm sitting on the day as a testimony that that is real. I don't, mm-hmm. All I got is a high school education. I went to college, but I never graduated from college. But I've been the biggest movie in 2008 that cost $200 million to make it. And it made $1.3 billion and it made $1.1 billion in merchandising. Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I say Gotham City. Now what's more gangster than that? <laughs> tell me. And that's, and, people, and that's what they tell me when I go to New York. They say, Debo, you say Gotham City. <laughs> you was cool with dying and sacrificing yourself for the greater good. Now, what's more gangster than that? Explain it to me. All right. So I'm always going to talk about the real gangster. The Bible says, fear his wrath. It don't say Debo. It don't say Shug Knight. It don't say nobody else. He says, fear what he can bring. Either love him. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I don't, you know, you don't ever want to wake up a giant. <laughs> you know, because when you wake up the wrong dog, you're going to get bit. This ain't a poodle. <laughs> this is a this is a rock wilder, baby. Hulk Hogan. Whatever. He was the greatest. He was the greatest. Let me tell you something though. Okay, he was the he was the greatest. Cause God always puts me with the great the best. He was the greatest. Macho man. Best tag team partner in the world. Vince McMahon. Great businessman. Know what you're dealing with, though. Ice Cube. The best business kid I've ever met in my life. And he pays me big. <laughs> Favorite actor to work with? It had to be, um... I've had the pleasure of working with Marlon Brando. So, when I was told in Hollywood, he's the greatest actor in the world, so I worked with Marlon Brando. It don't get no bigger than that. Okay, now Johnny, John, wait, John Candy yeah. was my best actor I've ever worked with. I feel okay. the late John Candy. Uh, who is the actor that you haven't got a chance to work with that you would want to work with? Denzel Washington. I want to do another movie. With, I want to. I work with Will Smith and on his TV show. I want to work with him in Hancock Two. Will. I want to do Hancock too. I want to fight you in Hancock too, because I Will's one of the best persons on this earth. And um, I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting, working with Michael Jackson. He's gone. Great, the best three people I've ever met on this earth was Michael Jackson, John Candy, and Will Smith. And I want to do a film with Will Smith. I think he's the best. All right. Uh, favorite movie that you've ever done? What's what's your favorite? 
President Fifth Element. <laughs> Luke Poisson, you better go see Lucy. <laughs> Which is a better nickname, Zeus or the Human Wrecking Machine? Shit, man, Zeus is a Greek name for God. Man, what the hell are we talking about the other podcast? The Human Wrecking Machine. <laughs> human Wrecking Machine don't mean nothing to me. I'm not human. I'm a god. I'm Zeus. You better bow down. <laughs> All right. And, and last one, John Cena. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like vanilla ice on steroids. Okay? If you want to be something gangster, John, find a real guy from the hood. Stop pretending like you hood. Mm. Tattoos and roids don't make you hood. You got to come and sleep in hell if you want to be down with the real cast. That's why a game that sells over two million copies every time he do a song, an album, he says he want to be gangster like Debo when he was Zeus. Because when Gabe grew up in Compton, he heard about Zeus terrorizing, breaking people's heads in in the WWE. But if they really want to turn me loose, because, you know, racism still exists, this don't get it twisted. Man. <laughs> I should have took what Vince offered me. Vince pulled me to the side and said, you, we want you to carry the belt. And I saw that jealousy kick in. All of a sudden, the, the, the match was pulled. Mm. <laughs> Don't flip the script. So you can think somebody's from the same camp as your friend, as your enemy. And I saw this run by myself. I tried being the cast friends. But uh, I'm tired of trying. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm a real actor, so watch me on TV, man. If you don't like me, you don't have to like me, but every time you turn that TV on, there's a movie with me in it, and that ain't nothing but the favor of Jesus Christ. Huh. Now tell that to the host, uh, <laughs> and your ass down in Tampa. Now, now we, uh, we've we covered a ton of issues today. We've talked a lot. We, we've answered a challenge um, Did I wake everybody up? You I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I come to wake everybody up. Because, you know, I heard they lost $400 million last year in the WWE. Because the MMA, everybody is leaving watching them. And they're going to watch the MMA fighting. Well, Monster, we, we with Bellator. We, bought, we went with Bellator. We went with my dude from the 18, the new 18, what's his name? Um, Quentin Rampage Jackson. Yeah, come on, and Rampage, much love to you, baby. Much love. I have I have Rampage down in my corner, watch my back. That's a good dude. Met him one time through Big U, because uh, and doing some stuff in the hood. We're doing some charity in the hood. Me, him, and Dean um, for Big U. So, um, you know, what I'm trying to say is, man, I'm not a captain with the Palisades High School or Disneyland High School and say I'm from Compton. You know what I'm saying? Stop, people stop lying. You know what I'm saying? You didn't grow up like I had to grow up. And I'm going to tell you something. I was, man, I'm glad I made it up out of there. But it, it made me tough enough to handle Hollywood. It made me tough enough to handle any pressure that I deal with in life. So tell Johnny Cena if he want to get his social media stuff up, stop paying somebody else. Just come and wrestle me. And all the rappers would jump all over this. <laughs> How can you dig it? Now, if he don't answer the call, I guess, I guess he's, 
Because <laughs> <laughs> real cats answers the call. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. See, Hulk is too crippled for me to fight. You know what I'm saying? I found, you know, I can't, I can't fight Hulk. He's too banged up. So if I hit him hard, he might be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So um, that's out the question. I thought I could go back and wrestle him and make some money because I got some unfinished business, but he's too banged up. And um, so, and I was, I was cool. I was going to do my movies and do my personal appearances, be a spokesperson. And John says some stupid stuff. My name came out of his mouth. My name should never come out of his mouth. And so I'm going to get some duct tape and I'm going to kidnap his ass. Right for all them WWE film with only a trunk and we're gonna take off. And we're gonna put him in the next rap video. He gonna be the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, people are trying to find you, um, in in this world. Call my age. manager, Cindy <laughs> Cowan. Yeah. Do you have you have the all the site do you have uh you have your own website, you have Twitter, right? All that? Yeah, I got real tiny lister. Is my is my is my Twitter, and uh, so you can find me there. It's such an honor to have you on and talking with us tonight. We really appreciate your time today. You love you too, man. <laughs> Sleep with your lights on. <laughs> I still got the bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, he's he's pretty fired up about this John Cena thing, uh, Jonathan. Hopefully, hey, we might be able to see even a John Cena versus Zeus match maybe at WrestleMania. What do you think about that? Yeah, I um, I'm down. I think that we need to tweet this show out. You need to send it to anybody and everybody to make sure that we can get Cena versus Zeus. Wow, that would be something, man. That would be something we could be seeing that at WrestleMania one day because that'd be one hell of a match. And that you want your celebrity involvement in WrestleManias? Boom, right there, book it. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you once again to Tiny Lister. A.K.A. Zeus, A.K.A. Debo. Uh, he was the president in the fifth element. He saved the city in the dark night. Man, this. Ugh, thank you so much for joining us. But Jonathan, we, we got to continue right along to next week. What do we have in store for the fans next week on AWP? Next week is going to be probably our best show uh, to date. We have none other than Team Tremendous. That is the team of Dan Barry and Bill Carr. Um, they are going to be talking about interspecies wrestling. We are also going to have the owner of interspecies wrestling, Mike Roch, will be in the studio with us live. All right, Jonathan. Well, uh, I'll be tuning in. Well, I'll be there actually too. But uh, hey, each and every week, guys, we're doing this up. So make sure you're listening to <sighs> another wrestling podcast. <laughs>